Hey everybody, welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today we're gonna to talk about finding the right broker. Finding the right commercial broker to help you is imperative if you want quality deals coming your way. And I talk about this in my book, and today I'm gonna to dive into it a little bit. It's worthy to note that most brokers don't like working with buyers. And just know that this could be a challenge and that's usually because they don't they don't know you uh, your track record uh, and a broker just doesn't want to waste too much time on a prospect that's not serious so we have to change their minds now i found the most people out there uh, teaching commercial real estate and multifamily investing they're telling you to go on loopnet or crexy or go online and Find the broker that's doing the most deals and contact them. Well, the problem I've found with that is maybe that broker doesn't call back or doesn't respond to your emails when you ask for the numbers or something. And that usually just shows me that broker has poor customer service. And you're going to see a lot of this. Though. Some of the biggest complaints are brokers don't call back. That's just, that's just the way it is. That's just the nature of the business. Uh, Nothing bothers me more than a broker who doesn't return my calls in a timely manner, at, at the very least, the next business day. So my suggestion here is find a broker you like working with that's competent. Um, the, the other thing I would suggest is trying to find one that specializes in a certain property type, whatever type you're looking for. And... So that's, let me give you an example of that. That's another reason why you don't want to just find the broker with a listing because um, just because a guy has an apartment building for sale, maybe that's not the property class he works with all the time. And um, you really don't want a guy selling medical office buildings and you're looking to buy an apartment building. That's going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit of a challenge for you too. So if you're looking for a 35-unit building, you want a guy selling apartment buildings all day long, day in, day out. You want him to specialize in that class. And if you're looking for an office building, you want a guy selling an office building. I invest in retail buildings, and I understand them very well. But if someone calls me and they want to sell their retail strip center, for example, I try to find someone to refer it to. And hopefully it's someone that will work well with my investor. And I've noticed the client needs are better served that way. So stay away from generalists if you can. Unless you're in a small market, then that's understandable. You don't really have very much option. Also, I want to add, don't let certification persuade you. And I used to do that in the beginning. I used to be a victim of that. What I mean by that is I've worked with CCIM and SIOR brokers who are very knowledgeable, um, but I noticed we didn't work very well together. We had different styles. Uh, they're trained in a certain way. That didn't work for me, and not all of them, but some of them we just don't see eye to eye, and the experience just wasn't very pleasant all around. So just because a broker has certain designation that doesn't mean they're a perfect fit for you or your situation. So do your homework here and have some dialogue with a few of them. Go out there and meet some brokers. Have them send you properties. 
Um, meet with them and talk to them about what you're trying to do. Be honest and tell them, uh, tell them if you're new, tell them if you're picky. Hey, I like to look at 15 deals before I pick one. Uh, I have partners and there's 10 of us and we all need to be in agreement. Tell them what it is. Get it all out there in the open. And a good broker will appreciate that because no one wants to work with a time waster and he can tell at that point, hey, I want to work with this person or I, I don't. I'm sorry, we're not going to be a good fit. I have a buyer's form and a seller's form right on the website there. It's www.dieselcommercialgroup.com. And I ask a specific set of questions that I need to have from my buyer or my seller all the time. So we can get the most out of our conversation. It's not... We don't want to spend a whole lot of time saying, okay, what's going on? What's this? I need to know exactly what's happening. And investors appreciate that as well. And the biggest reason I started doing this is my buyer database started to increase. I didn't have a system in, in place that notified me, uh, hey, Mr. Jones is looking for a 40-unit building in this area, and he has X amount of capital to work with. So... This was a very helpful way to stay organized, and I'd have a whole lot of that. So if you are a broker and you don't have that currently, go on my website, feel free, take that information, rip it off, do whatever you want if, if you find it helpful. I've also found in my experience for searching for brokers that many of the good commercial brokers out there, they don't advertise and they don't use social media, uh, and they don't plan to. They're just, uh, I mean, they're just old school. And the primary reason for finding a good broker is really relationships. Uh, they can give you a heads up when a property goes online. Maybe their friend is a broker at another firm. But most of the time, they're just more plugged in than you are. And they'll have a better pulse on the market. And another thing that may come up and if you haven't noticed, it probably will come up, actually. Brokers will want you to sign an exclusive agreement. So uh, an exclusive buyer's agreement. And at first I was against this, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Uh, you want a broker to spend his time and his resources finding you a deal as an investor. And you're not showing the same commitment. So I don't think there's anything wrong with signing an ex exclusive, but... Don't make it for an extremely long period of time. The most I usually do is three months. Uh, and if they're, if they're all right with that, I'm usually good with it. I'm, I'm okay as a, as a buyer, as an investor. I usually tell them, let's try three months and let's see where we are and um, talk about extending it at that point. At the same time, they don't they don't want you as a client if they can't find a deal for you so it, it is a two-way street here i usually don't make when as a broker when i'm working with investors i usually don't make investors sign anything more than 90 days and if they if we absolutely can't stand each other then you know we go separate ways we're not we're not going to i'm not going to force them to stay in the deal but if i'm out there working for them i Hopefully, I can be compensated. If they're strongly against it, I want to find out why. And if they don't want to sign, that's fine. 
we move on, we part ways. Maybe we're not the best fit together usually, but most of the time that shouldn't be a problem. So you have to feel this out case by case. There really is no set rule here. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions about this. Maybe you want clarification on a couple of things. Send in your questions. Uh, I work with brokers all around the country, actually. And if you need help finding one, let me know. Maybe I can help you out. I'm glad to help. Thanks for tuning in.